three, two, one, and go. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> this is the Awaken Space podcast. My name's Chris. Um, I'm excited to have a fun time with you. Thank you all for showing up. And uh, why does this sound like this is the end of the... I can't do that now. <laughs> Rewind. Let's try that again. Um, it's funny because what I just did there reminds me of all of the times that I feel like I've messed up as a like a content creator or a, a YouTuber. I remember back in the days when I first got into YouTube and I didn't have like an editing software or anything. Um, it was kind of just like a straight shoot. So I'd click the camera, I'd click record, I'd go, and then it would just kind of be like whatever it would be. And the amount of times that like <laughs> I would press record and then it would just be like, nope. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's crazy how perfect we think that everything needs to be. And meanwhile, here I am messing up on my recording. I mean, it's not really messing up. I'm just... I'm stepping much more out of the idea that I need things to be perfect or a certain way and just letting them be what they are, you know. That's for me, that's what's most important about this journey of creating. Um, and it's just, it's funny to recount my times of doing that. Like, I, I literally remember, like, you know, I, I, I'd have my camera set up on the tripod and I'd be standing there, I'd press record and then I would just, I'd, I'd literally be standing there for, <laughs> for a good, like, five seconds in silence. And then I would just be like, fuck. <laughs> and just, you know, like, start over, start over, start over, start over, start over, over and over and over again. And what's interesting is that, um, I remember on TikTok, I, um... I purposefully, I intentionally created a video based around my, um, kind of like my bloopers, my, like, my, my takes, and they're fun as heck, like, I feel like it'd be so much fun to just create a YouTube channel based around bloopers, you know, and it's also funny now looking at it because, like, I remember back then, like, I thought I needed everything to be perfect, and, like, I would restart even after, like, five minutes because I felt like I messed something up, and it's just, it's interesting because it does not need to be that way, um, and I just, I, I love, I love the journey of, like, like, now, like, you know, when I record a video and everything, I've got Premiere, so I can edit anything the way that I want to, and there are endless possibilities, and I love that, um, but, like, I feel like I just, <laughs> I feel like I want to make episodes now that, like, are, like, solely bloopers. And I feel like that would be fun to just, like, mess around with and put together. Um, so, yeah, I, I might do that. I'm considering doing that. I was doing something similar to that with um, TikTok. And I liked it. I honestly liked it. I thought that it was a cool approach to that kind of thing. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um... But yeah, this episode is actually not about, um, you know, TikTok and YouTube videos and bloopers and everything. Um, this episode is about dealing with emotional reactivity to experiences and memories. Um, it's, <laughs> it's literally what the title is. 
And um, I just think that it's important to touch base on this because I have been going through a lot of healing lately. And I've also been understanding that when it comes to the process of healing, when it comes to diving into, you know, um, memories and stuff, past experiences, it's going to, when, when, uh, when past pain resurfaces, it's going to, it's going to bring a lot of reactivity because the mind and the body's memory of a, um, of a memory itself, like the, what it, what happened is the memory and the way that the body and the mind reacted to it is in and of itself a memory to the mind and the body. It's like, it's like a recycle, whether, whether it's a feeling in the body or it's, um, you know, uh, th thoughts in the mind, it is it is simply individually it's both of those and all together it's if that makes sense and so like when it comes to healing whenever you revisit something whether it's you know a place where you grew up and there was a lot of um you know toxicity right there was um Maybe your father was an alcoholic. Maybe your parents were getting a divorce and it scared the shit out of you. Maybe um, you, um, I don't know, there, there, any, any kind of childhood trauma, whether it's a place, whether it's a person, whether it's a food, um, a thing, you know, like an object, um, anything, when you reapproach that, depending on where you are at in the process of healing, if you are earlier in the process of healing, those feelings are going to arise. They're going to resurface, and you're going to feel a lot of different things. And within that experience of feeling a lot of different things, there is potentially going to be a lot of reactivity. And reactivity looks like the mind saying whatever it thinks it has to say about it, whether it's, you know, um, if it was negative feelings towards someone, then it's, uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, <laughs> derogatory terms, you know, um, name calling and stuff. And it's just, it's fascinating how it works because it is necessary to let this stuff resurface regardless of how painful it is. Because if you don't, you're going to keep that same energy trapped in the body in different areas. And you're going to relive the same toxic patterns over and over and over and over again. Whether it's food, whether it's people, whether it's things, whatever it is. And the way that you deal with that is you literally, you allow it. You, you go back into the memory and there's going to be that reactivity, but it's important to be aware of that reactivity and recognize it not as who you are as a person, but simply a, 
a byproduct of your emotional state within the experience itself, right? A lot of people confuse themselves as the, the possessing entity when they're not. They're simply the awareness behind that memory and that experience. And um, the real challenge here is to, like, you will see your life transform drastically when you go within that experience, allow, like, you know, whether it's re-entering the family home, whether it's um, seeing that person again for the first time that uh, maybe unfortunately cheated on you after a year and feeling those feelings. Maybe there was something within the timeline of uh, that breakup that you had that, um, you know, maybe the feelings were too scary to um, fully allow yourself to completely heal. And so therefore you kind of like put it on the back burner. And what's interesting about it is that when you see that person for the first time again, or when you go to that house for the first time again, like one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to say, nope, <laughs> and you're going to put it on the back burner again, and it's just going to sit there until you do something with it. Or you're basically going to say, take me. I surrender, right? And it's important to be real gentle and kind with yourself because, like I said before, you're recognizing yourself not as the possessing entity behind the, you know, um, or, yeah, the possessing entity of the reactivity, the, you know, emotional states, you know, the emotional... Uh, the, the the thoughts, all of that stuff. Um, and instead, you're recognizing yourself as the awareness behind it. And the more that you can tap into recognizing yourself as the awareness behind it, the more present you'll become. And the more freed, the more liberated you will become from all of that. And that's the important thing here. It's It's a whole lot less about getting caught up in the you know the, the thought structures within the reactivity and the um the emotional structures as well because within that the reason why it's resurfacing is because it's necessary to feel everything completely it's necessary to allow surrender and feel everything in order to get yourself through that again and the challenging thing here is that a lot of people avoid healing because of this, the pain that comes with it, the the mental and emotional um, reactivity, and you know basically this the discomfort that comes with it, the um, the unfamiliarity and everything, right? Because you're entering a space that was very uncomfortable. And because of the comfort that you created within, within that space, ultimately what you're doing is it's essentially completing. You're completing a process of necessary healing. And it's important to identify yourself as the awareness behind all this stuff rather than 
that itself because you are not that. You're just, you're the experiencer. You're not the experience. You will experience it, but you're not the experience itself. And it's just, um, it's, it's important to remember that. And it's funny that I'm touching base on this now because what's so interesting about this is that, like, I've noticed this in my own personal life as well. Um, when something happens in life, right, and you don't fully understand it, it brings with it trauma. And that trauma, when not dealt with, nothing happens for that trauma. Like, nothing happens to heal you from that trauma. And instead of kind of just, like, you know, carrying it out in life and just letting it, you know, just, just hang out on the sidelines, you've got to deal with it. You've, you've really, you've got to do the, the work to, you know, um, process everything and heal from it. A lot of people have this idea in life that they can just continue living the same way that they have been, you know, day after day, um, year after year, and think that their life is going to change or, you know, get better or whatever it is, um, when they haven't taken the time to honestly explore their trauma, explore whatever is there, you know, whether it has to do with your, um, your ex that abused you or your father that abused you because he was an alcoholic, um, and you seek that out in a relationship because it felt safe. It was familiar. And, of course, because to that extent, since you learned love and chaos, uh, this is not targeted at you, the listener. I mean, depending on what you've been through in life, it very well may be. And um, I just uh, I, I respect whatever circumstance you may have came from. Um, but, like, this is a matter of dealing with shit and doing the work sitting with the pain and discomfort you know really putting yourself in that position of vulnerability opening yourself up understanding the trauma understanding why it happened and healing from it one of my favorite sayings out there is that there's a good there there's a really good chance that you were not responsible that you know that 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 whatever happened to you in childhood was out of your control and was not your fault because of course of your level of awareness at the time in life um but it is your responsibility to do the work and heal from the trauma that came with it because it's not going to go away if you don't heal from it just want to let you know right now whatever trauma you have Whatever, you know, whatever, whatever happened to you in life, doesn't matter what it is, big or small. If you don't, you know, surrender to the process of necessary healing from it, it will not go away. And you can think that you can distract yourself with, like, entertainment, material wealth, you know, uh, statuses, prestige, titles, um, you know, career, jobs, all that stuff. 
you know, maybe like in the short term, it kind of distracts you from it. But I can promise you that stuff will continue to resurface and resurface again and again and again and again until you do something about it. So it's not a matter of being scared and running away from it. It's a matter of understanding what it is and knowing what to do with it. And also knowing that it's possible for you to heal from it. And it's the right thing to do, regardless of how scary whatever it is that you've got going on there. Um, but the reactivity part of it is very fascinating. And I would say that it speaks more to the trying to hold on to something. Right? And so I say that instead of trying to hold on to something, surrender and let go. Does not mean you're giving up at all. Does not mean that you're not trying. Does not mean that you're still there. Does not mean that you're losing it. Does not mean that you don't have it. It just means that you're letting go. Right? And what's interesting about that process of letting go is when 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 people are told to let go, they're scared because they feel like they're going to lose something. But what's interesting is that like if you never actually had it to begin with, then you've never had it, and it's not something that you're ever going to have because you've never had it. But if it's something that is meant to be in your life, letting go of your attachment to the outcome of it is absolutely necessary because if it's meant to be in your life, you'll receive it and it'll stay there. That's just the way it works. So I just I I encourage everybody listening to this because I know that we've all got our shit. I know that we've all got our trauma and everything. I encourage you to do the work. I encourage you to look at your life and see if you're trying to cover up whatever it is you've got with stuff that looks shiny and flashy because you've been told that that's just the way to go. <laughs> and I can promise you right now, there are people way up there in age with trauma who have filled their lives with a bunch of stuff, material wealth, all that stuff. And they've been able to convince other people that they're happy. The only person that they're truly fooling is themselves. Why? Because it is likely that they are deeply, deeply fucking miserable. And they're miserable because they continue living the same toxic patterns of covering up their shit with a bunch of stuff that does not fit. I love what I just did there. <laughs> And the reason that it doesn't fit is because it's not the puzzle piece. But meanwhile, this is what like everyone does. You know, they've they've got their shit and they think that they can cover it up with, you know, material wealth, um, uh, a really nice paying job that they absolutely hate, um, because, you know, their their mon their their uh, their manager, their boss, um, makes them sick to their stomach every day they go in. You know, this this is really real stuff. Like, you know, um, 
there are just plenty of people out there that are absolutely fucking miserable with their life because they continue to neglect putting in the work to heal themselves from the trauma. And instead, they just distract themselves. They continue to, you know, just fill that void where that, you know, that that gaping wound of trauma is screaming, save me. This really fucking hurts. And they just continue filling that void with, you know, entertainment, drugs, material wealth, all these different distractions. Meanwhile, if they were really to take the time to, you know, revisit these things and understand that they can heal from it, that it's most definitely not going to be easy, which is, of course, why (laughs) they continue to run away from it and distract themselves. But, yeah, it's very real. It's 100% real. And the beautiful thing here, too, is that when you heal from your past, from your trauma and everything, you're not just doing yourself a favor and liberating yourself from the toxic patterns, the reactivity, the uh, the pain, all that stuff. You're also benefiting the world because you are then disposing of your shit and therefore not projecting it out onto the world. And it's really important to be able to do that because, in case you didn't know, (laughs) this world fucking needs you to. (laughs) We need people that are very aware of themselves. We need people that are aware of their trauma. We need people that, uh, you know, people that are looking to get into relationships to co-create together, um, to be very aware of whatever baggage they've been carrying with them. And to know that to continue to push it down and drown it out with, you know, distractions, entertainment, um, drugs, material wealth. Uh, By the way, I have my own stance on drugs, by the way. Um, And I'm not just throwing them under under the bus as something bad. Um, For instance, I believe that psychedelics play a major role in our progress with mental health, our evolution of uh, mental health. So, yeah, no, I'm not at all um, an advocate for fuck drugs. I'm an advocate for uh, personal experience, discipline, moderation, self-awareness, and all of the beautiful shit that comes with that. And that includes understanding what it is that things like psychedelics can do for you, and how they can transform your life. In fact, what's interesting too is that a lot of people, there have been many articles coming out recently about how um, psychedelics have the ability to transform um, depression for people. Um, In fact, clear people of depression. So I get it. You know, there are a lot of people that are very much so against drugs and think that drugs are bad. And, of course, that's kind of like, you know, the way that we grew up. Like, you know, there was, uh, what was it? There was the D.A.R.E. program and everything. Um, drug abuse, resistance education. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm pretty sure that 
the the amount of overdoses that we've seen in life were parallel to being a byproduct of that program. Um, when you when you say this is bad and don't ever do it, you make people very curious. <laughs> and of course, curiosity kills the cat, right? So, no, but really, um, it all comes down to self-awareness. It's not, it's not the object or the substance that's the problem. It's the person's understanding of it that makes it what it is. And their awareness of themselves and understanding what it is that they could potentially use it for and how it could benefit them. So, um, no, yeah, just saying that drugs are bad is unacceptable uh, on every single level because it's just not valid. I know that this episode was not, you know, um, foundationally intended for talking about drugs, but I'm just, uh, I'm a huge advocate for this because it's just, it's important to understand. By the way, I have to mention real quick, I am someone who was very addicted to Xanax growing up. For those who don't know, Xanax is a, um, it's a narcotic. It's a narcotic that basically... Um, it, uh, for people that have anxiety, for people that struggle with anxiety, um, it kind of, like, alleviates the anxiety for them, and it's heavily addictive, people have overdosed on it, and, yeah, so, you know, there are, like, for these things, like, you know, um, weed, um, psilocybin, which is, you know, mushrooms, for instance. Um, and just like, you know, like uh, ayahuasca, um, different things. Like these, these things open ourselves up to understanding ourselves better. So um, just wanted to like kind of like brief that in there because I know that it's important for what it is that I'm trying to do here. But um, yeah, do the work. Seriously. Your life will get better. The way that you perceive yourself and everything around you will change. And just everything will be different. And you'll realize that your pursuit of filling your life with things that you don't need. Don't get me wrong. You can want stuff. That's okay. You're allowed to have stuff. That's okay. It's cool. Enjoy it. But understand that distracting yourselves from your shit from your trauma and continuing those toxic patterns is not only not okay, it is completely unacceptable. I am not trying to make you feel bad about it. I just want you to understand how important it is to take care of that aspect of your life. Um, because, yeah, you're fucking awesome, and I want to see you live the best life possible for yourself. So, yeah. Please, for yourself and everybody else, the world around you, do the work, heal, feel better, and be happy. But of course, feel your shit. Don't just suck it up. Don't just get over it. I want you to surrender to it. I want you to feel it. I want you to dive into it. I want you to understand it. 
I want you to cry about it. I want you to scream about it. I want you to experience it. And then, I want to see you move on from it. Because that's how it works. You don't just push it down. You don't just drown it out. You don't just suck it up. You don't just get over it. No. <laughs> that's not the way this works. You surrender to it. You allow yourself to feel it. Whatever that means for you. And then, of course, you heal from it. Thank you so much for your time. Much love, light, and peace. Over and out.